Welcome to Not Quite Scottish Imports! Welcome to Not Quite Scottish Imports! Don't come into our shop, Covid's on the rise again. Just stand outside and admire all our things. Look at them, they're all here and they're not quite Scottish. Uh, do you know what else is not quite Scottish? It's Brad. Hey Brad. Hey. How Scottish are you, Brad? Um, I, I don't know, not very, I would assume. I mean, more than, you know, more than some. More than the average fella? I, 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 I mean, well, I, by the numbers, I guess, sure. <laughs> I don't know. I, um, you have to really, you have to do some real like twenty three and me um, DNA <laughs> testing, I guess. But if uh, we're just going by is... Elizabeth Warren standards, I mean, seriously, every uh, you, you're completely, you're one hundred percent Irish. I'm, I'm full. I'm full Scottish. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, Scottish, yeah, not Irish. One hundred percent. Yep. Well, I have uh, Scottish um, royalty apparently back in my bloodline somewhere. But I think pretty much everyone in England does. So yeah, <laughs> there yeah. we go. Uh, also, Tammy's not here this week, listeners, because she's racist. <laughs> mm. Isn't that right, Brad? Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. Yep. Yeah, that's that's the reason she told us. So racist, I can't watch this episode. The <laughs> it's got some problems. Yep. We were like, okay, fair enough, Tammy. Yeah. So what we uh, what we discussing this week, Brad? Ah, uh, well, it's a little episode of a show called Highlander, um, mm-hmm. called Run for Your Life. Yep. Original air date, November 22nd, 1993. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Hmm. Why is it called Run For Your Life? <sighs> we'll talk Actually, about it. Actually, I'm not going to ask. I've learned yeah. not to ask about the titles of episodes we discuss. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Claire, uh, are there any fun facts? I have w- but one. Is it fun? Okay. It's pretty fun. Okay. It explains uh, why we get a music video in the middle of the episode. <laughs> This is the first time Jim Burns, aka Joe, sang on the show. Oh, okay. Which triggered adding Joe's place to the show as a way to showcase his singing. This is not listed under spoilers, by the way. That's why I read it. So I'm guessing he's going to sing more often. Nice. I mean, that was him singing. That's why we get the whole song, I guess. I just want to see Joe on the show again. Like, I I mean, I I guess it's Richie, but I miss Joe. I I love Joe. I fucking always love Joe. Like, now I want it to be. I want Joe's place to be like. I can't remember what it was called, like the karaoke bar in Angel, where Lorne sang, and I want Joe to I run mean, a karaoke bar. In my memory, it's not too dissimilar. Yay! <laughs> I mean, st- style-wise. like That makes me very I, I Yeah, I remember being pretty uh, uh, 90s looking, you know, swanky, um, if I remember correctly. But again, it's been a very long time. I'm, I'm very happy at this. Thank you, Brad. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, but that was the only fun fact, I'm afraid. It was hmm. very light on fun facts. I mean, uh, Tammy sent over some some facts from the DVD commentary. Um, yes. Uh, from David Abramowitz. One of my favorite episodes of all time is Run For Your Life. Weird. Uh, and the singular reason yeah. for this is Bruce Young. He played Carl. He, port- he His portrayal was perfect. It was wonderful. Some actors just pop off the screen and he popped. Not only devoured the moment, but he devoured the episode. And for me, he devoured the series. What? So right now, I want to go on camera and I want to say, Bruce Young, thank you, thank you, thank you. I think you're a great actor. Um, dude, can I be can I be 
Bill Panzer? Yes, please. Okay, in a moment. I think this is a separate bit, though. This is Bill Panzer. Most of the time when we think about immortality, we think about the problems of immortality. The loneliness, the idea of losing loved ones over the centuries, the danger of being in conflict with other immortals, the solitude, the living a dark, shadowy life. This show showcases how great it can be to be an immortal, how a man can, in three lifetimes, go from being a slave... To go, be, David. ...to being someone with hopes and dreams of becoming a professional baseball player to finally someone who has hopes and dreams of actually changing the world. And that's the kind of thing we haven't done very often. And I think it was a wonderful tale. It was just a very happy... I was just very happy with the episode. I was very happy with him. Gah! These oh. people... Hey, uh, hey, Dave. Um, like, calm the fuck down. Like, the most... I think most, was alright. I, I, but... I think parts of it are alright. I think parts yeah. of it are not. Yeah, um, yeah. But what I think is definitely alright is, like, David Abramowitz is, like, I don't... Uh, like, really patting himself on the back for... Seriously. This one, and I, I don't know about it. Uh, we got yeah. another quote from Bill here. Uh, well, seeing as I am Bill, I will take this one. For the first time, we had two original songs in the show, which rarely happens on Highlander. In fact, the song Jack of Diamonds, which was sung by Jim Burns, who plays Joe Dawson, that was the first time he ever sang on the show, and was kind of the trigger that led us to build Joe's place so that we could showcase his blues singing and his playing. In fact, the song was so cool, we lengthened the scene 50% because we wanted to hear more of the music, because the whole thing worked so wonderfully together, and did pretty much the same thing with the song Looking For The One, and Keith Scott did an original. That was his original song and Keith as you may or may not know was Brian Adams lead guitar player okay the flashbacks as I thought had a richness and an authenticity that we didn't always achieve I mean it may seem easy to go outside and say well here's a field and we'll put up a noose and gallows and it will come by in a car I'm glad this is in context of them doing a show by the way yeah. and not just well here's a field let's put up a noose um, hey let's put on a show <laughs> in the barn and let's put a, let's put a noose in the field what? what and he'll come by in a car and they'll all be wearing old jeans and it's the South it's not like that the amount of research that goes into exactly what kind of costume is it what kind of jean what kind of jeans are what would the character be wearing the car the texture of the cinematography and the minute attention to propping that Steve Geegen our production designer brought to the thing were pretty outstanding a lot of work went into these flashbacks and we're very very proud of those but mostly I think the episode hung on the shoulders of Bruce I mean Bruce Young did such an amazing performance that he was not nominated for a Gemini Award for Best Actor. Gemini Award is the Canadian equivalent of our Emmys. Oh, and he really did break some of those bottles himself. I mean, I think he was fine. <laughs> like, I, I, mean, I, I think know. he was good. I just think the material wasn't very, wasn't the best. Yeah, yeah. yeah some of it does not hold up. Yeah. A lot of it does not hold up. And you know who I blame for that? A couple of guys named Bill and Dave. <laughs> oh, Bill and David. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Well, that was the, the fun fact I had. Oh, sorry. This um, is written by Naomi Jansen and Gregory White. No, no, that's the character. Naomi Jansen, who's credited with writing this. So I guess. Yes, yeah. Okay. Well. Why are they doing commentary on it? Yeah, get her to do commentary. Yeah. Directed by Dennis Barry. Like, I mean, uh, all right. I mean, I know you guys are like, I guess, showrunners or producers. And they're, or... they're really pleased with this episode. This, this is all you're talking about is this episode. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. Thank you for that, though, Tammy. Indeed. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, what was happening when this episode aired, Brad? Guys. Ye, ye old days. There's so many things happening. It's Monday, November 22nd, 1993, but a few days after my 10th birthday. Oh, no, Brad. Um, as we all know, 
Um, this is a, <coughs> it's a very special day. This is um, Lebanon Independence Day. Sure. Um, yep. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. It's uh, um, in Catholic dumb shit. It's the feast of Saint Cecilia. Who's Saint Cecilia? Oh, we all know Saint Cecilia, our favorite saint. (laughs) Cecilia. Saint Cecilia. Saint Cecilia, as we all know, is uh, a Roman martyr venerated in Catholic, blah, 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 patroness of music and musicians. Oh. So. It's it's a a musical martyr. Yeah, her her influence was all over this episode. Musical martyr. So, we love a musical musical martyr um yeah we do also of course as we know um on this date uh laughter on the 23rd floor opened wow it's a play oh it's 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 by uh, um um oh crap what's his name uh uh odd couple uh oh uh, neil simon yeah okay it's it's a neil simon play but it's like it's about like the the writers like on the like the Sid Caesar show. So like it's a, mm. it's a play. It's a play that's like about like you know uh, Mel Brooks and Woody Allen and all that that crew from mm-hmm. that. So okay, but it's a Neil Simon play. So it's Neil Simony. So mm. no, thank I've you. I've never heard of it. It's not very good. So okay. I mean, it's written by Neil Simon. So obviously, not very good. It's perfectly pleasant to watch on a Sunday matinee <laughs> if you just kind of want to, like, you know, I don't know, see a soothing play. You know, it's a play. It's a play that if you see a college production on on a Sunday matinee and you're like sixty. It'll be perfectly pleasant to fall asleep during. <laughs> Fair enough. It's one of those plays. Noted. Okay. Okay. I've seen plenty of those in, I mean, in my drama days. A gentle <laughs> comedy. A gentle comedy. <sighs> Excellent. Okay. What else happened, uh, Brad? I hate the pain, Neil Simon. Um, <laughs> I mean, perfectly serviceable, but like, again, just what's the point? Like, imagine yeah. paying top dollar to see a Neil Simon play. I, I can't. Mean, Brad, Brad, it's 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 no angels in America, Brad. Oh, uh, that that just a god awful piece of shit, though. Like, <laughs> but at least it's theatrical, I guess, because there's a big mm-hmm. angel at the end or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's still dog shit, like, but it's trying to do something. A Neil Simon play is like doesn't do anything. I if, imagine if you played paid Broadway dollars to see a Neil Simon Oof. play in this day and age. Like, I understand, wow. like theaters, like theaters, like a is it's the same thing as film now. It's the the money and the mechanics of it all have blown it up to an impossible proportion that it can never be a wholesome artistic experience ever again mm-hmm. for better and for worse much more often um, but like imagine paying like a hundred dollars to watch a gentle fucking sitcom <laughs> god oh yeah I yeah so um but also, also I wish I could get theatre tickets in London for a hundred dollars uh, yeah I, tickets yeah. tickets for Cabaret starring Eddie Redmayne and Jesse Buckley starting and so this will be restricted view probably in the balcony starting £230 yeah yeah, I I mean, I can't, like, the idea of paying more than $18 to see a Neil Simon play is <laughs> a while, it, like, it's insane. I can't imagine. Like, you should, it should, honestly, it should be, like, $5 to see a Neil Simon play. Top. <laughs> 
at the tops. It's just for old people to go in and fall asleep. Fuck well, that shit. Christmas is coming, Brad. Maybe <sighs> Santa will get you some tickets. I mean, next year I am planning, like, I mean, hopefully, who knows with COVID, but I'm I'm planning to see more live things. That's my goal you for next year. You could do a Neil Simon-a-thon. I'm not going to see those. I am going to see a production of Jesus Christ Superstar when it comes through. Cool. Because my friend Aaron is playing Jesus in the Torn production. Oh, amazing. So, and I, he, he played Jesus in our college production, so... <laughs> That's cool. Like he is very good he at can that hit part. Those high notes. He's I mean he's 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 very good and that is a good part for him. So mm. I'm awesome. excited to see that. But I am gonna see some shows and hopefully, but I am not seeing a Neil Simon show. <laughs> um but let, what else was happening? Uh let's talk about the box office because we get some movies. We got a couple of new movies and I'm very excited Ooh, about both of them. Okay, okay, okay. Number one, top of the box office, Adam's Family Values. Yay! So after that we still got That's uh, the one with Joan Cusack, is isn't it? Yes. Nice. Um, after that, we still got Three Musketeers, Carlito's Way, and My Life. Um, then coming at number five, new movie, Man's Best Friend. Nice. What is that? Um, well, it features uh, Lance Henriksen as the villain. I'm just thinking of the movie. Oh, yes, I know this. And yeah, movie. it's got it's got a, an, a like a, a crazy evil dog. That's it. I was I was thinking of boy uh, a boy's best friend or whatever that film's called. And I was like that must have been way before then. Um, but no, I do know the exact film oh, you yeah. mean, no, and I can even see the poster in my head. Yeah, it's a goodie. <laughs> it's a I fucking I I love this movie. I I I I don't know if I taped this off TV or if I if I just had it on VHS but I saw this movie a lot nice. Ali Sheedy Lance Henriksen oh it's great it's great and Frank Welker is the voice of Max 3000 of course of course he's the voice of the killer dog Frank Welker uh, that's it you need to be a voice actor if you can get a voice acting job you're like seriously like you're you're, you're well, like, sorted for but life. the thing is that the new Frank you're Welker Frank Welker or Jim Cummings yeah but the thing is that um, instead of Frank Welker now everything is just voiced by Chris Pratt so <laughs> Chris <laughs> Pratt is the new Chris Pratt is the new Frank Welker yeah so yeah <laughs> uh, after that Hashtag same not my Mario <laughs> yeah, seriously after that same old uh, Nightmare Before Christmas Remains of the Day Cool Runnings on uh, number nine spot, guess what's still holding on? <gasps> the Beverly what? Hillbillies is still holding wow. on. Above the piano and Hocus Pocus. Wow. <laughs> Wild. Why is that? Oh, wow. So that's, that's something. Like, Beverly Hillbillies had some staying power. Seriously. Like, how long has that been on? I don't think it did like, over here because I don't think we had that show, maybe. Oh, uh, man. I, it's, it was a goodie. It was a goodie. Classic. I know Jim Varney was in the film. I don't know who else was in it. I think, um, oh, uh, God, what is that guy's name? Um, yeah, I can't remember. Uh, Dietrich uh, Bowder. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was in it. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's all I remember. Um, but it was a, it was a goodie. It was good. It was fine. Perfectly fine. Recreation of a perfectly, perfectly serviceable, perfectly serviceable <laughs> like old timey TV show. I yeah. still, uh, still more life in it than a fucking Neil Simon play. <laughs> Which is just, just nothing. It's just nothing. The man made a fucking career oh. out of like nothing. God, <laughs> a different fucking time. He's the true monster. I mean, I mean, it's like the problem is like it's just fine, and that's my complaint. <laughs> my complaint yeah. is it's just fine. Like it's yeah. not even either be bad uh, or good. Don't be just it's, tepid. It's it, yeah, it's the mediocrity of it all. Like he had a career based on mediocrity. It's yeah. wild, and he was wildly successful. God, 
Um, so on TV, we got some things on TV. Um, mm-hmm. ABC, uh, Monday Night Football, who cares? Yeah. Uh, CBS, Evening Shade, Dave's World, Murphy Brown, Love and War, Northern Exposure, all new episodes. Cool. Um, Fox Night the Movies, we're showing uh, the uh, first Beethoven movie. Ooh. So there's that. Um, NBC, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and then Blossom, and then a TV movie, Beyond Suspicion. Oh, Which I had to okay. look up because I was like, oh, Beyond Suspicion? Wait, is that, oh, is it like a, a new one or something? And then I realized, oh, I was confusing that with Above Suspicion, which is a different movie altogether. Um, but also... It's such a generic title. Yeah, though, so. exactly. But also, please yeah. don't confuse this with Beyond Suspicion, the, two, the 1994 movie. Um, this is the 1993 wow. made-for-TV movie, Beyond Suspicion, in which Ooh. the wife of a dentist suspects her husband of, mul- of multiple homicides. After Ooh. sharing her concerns with the authorities, she con- she's convinced to help bring him to justice. But at what price? Oh, and uh, we're talking about Corbin Burnson and Marky Post as the husband and wife, and the cop is Kelsey Grammer. Oh, okay. So wild, wild. That's, I really hope that at some point in the film, Kelsey Grammer says the title of the movie. Uh, I mean, possible. Apparently, also wanted the title "Appointment for a Killing." So, no, I don't like that. Why? Why? Why is there more than one title? That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> don't like that. Um, but yeah, don't get it confused with any of those other movies that have almost the same title. Yeah. So, but that's what's on. It's its own thing. So, okay. What about music, Brad? What's what? What about music? What oh about yeah, charts? I didn't even didn't even look at the charts. I mean, I think I could get. <laughs> <sighs> All right, Claire. Um, <laughs> It, oh, my suspicions. What? Oh, there it is. So we're moving around. Um, all right, Claire, what's your best guess? Uh, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that if I meet Loaf. Good call, good call. Um, Just because I remember from being a little Claire that that was number one yeah. for like half my life. Yeah. But the number two spot, Claire, the number two spot where our countries are at war. Um, in the <gasps> US, it's Janet Jackson with Again. I and don't know that song. In the UK, it's Brian Adams, Please Forgive Me. <laughs> so, and I think I'm pretty sure that Three Musketeers movie that's in theaters also had a song in it by Brian Adams. So I think it was Brian Adams, Sting, and Rod Stewart united Oof. finally. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, no, so Brian you. Adams is living his best life. But what was on the Beverly Hillbilly soundtrack is my question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also Brian Adams, uh, lead guitarist, was in this episode. So there we oh. go. It's Brian Adams week. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. I now I am really curious of what's on the Beverly Hillbilly soundtrack, and I don't know how to find that information. <laughs> I think that's the job for IMDb. Yeah. I. Hmm. Interesting. I'm not finding any info. Oh wait, we got White Lightning performed by Joe Diffie. Oh. Um. Okay. Tell me more. We got. Uh, we got. I'm looking. Is there. Ugh, man. I mean, obviously, a lot of, like, you know, heard of how to country music, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, really, that's. That's. That's all I'm really. Nothing, nothing really interesting here. Uh, we got a Dolly Parton song. Nice. Uh, if you ain't got love. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Nothing particularly. I was, I was really hoping there would be some, just some weird '90s like weirdness in there, <laughs> like some it's like in the there. Beverly Hillbillies rap or something. Oh, I wish. Jim uh, uh, Varney rapping. Uh, I mean, I'm sure we'll do. I'm sure we'll review that documentary on absolutely true true crime at some point. I'm sure. 
<laughs> it's a very important case. Yep. Mm. All right. Well, Claire, are you ready to get into this episode? I am indeed. Well, you're not, because first I have to ask a question. <gasps> no! <laughs> I forgot! <laughs> Brad, you stinker. Alexa, open 60-second summary. Let me think. You Yay! Are... Alexa, I love you. God, bullshit. Also, my Alexa from downstairs just answered. <laughs> oh, Brad, here's a tip. If, you, uh, if you're ever feeling blue, by the way, um, just ask Alexa to sing you a song about cats, and she will. <laughs> I discovered this the other day. No. <laughs> how? Wait, how did you discover this? <laughs> I can't remember. What was the occasion? I cannot remember, honestly, but she did it. <laughs> I think maybe someone told me to, to do it, So, but I don't know how they discovered it. Weird. Uh, also, I don't have a stopwatch, so you can time yourself. I got it. No cheating. You gotta count me in, though. Oh, yeah. So, Brad, uh, you have to do it in exactly a minute. If you go less than a minute, you've got to tell us everything about it. If you go less than a minute, then you are a... <laughs> music driving montage jump <laughs> that goes on forever. Okay, and you're ready to go in three. One, two, three, go. All right, so uh, this episode, uh, so uh, this guy steals uh, Joe's car and then immediately crashes it. Um, I think maybe because he realized that Duncan was there and they get like immortal vibes, whatever. Uh, but hey, it's a guy that Duncan knows because like he saved him from a lynching um, back in the day. And uh, he was also like a baseball player and he was, and Duncan was like, you can't be a baseball player, you're black. And he was like, someday. Um, and then he eventually became a baseball player. A lot of weird racism. It's very uncomfortable. I don't like how we're doing this. We also got a real racist cop, but he's not just a racist cop. He's a racist watcher cop. Um, we should have bring out Brad and Joe, but we didn't, except have him sing a long ass song. Um, <laughs> but like, I, he doesn't. And in the end, they get a good cop to take out the bad cop. Uh, but really, all cops suck, including this cop. So the cops all suck. I hate the fucking cops. Um, in the end, this guy's gonna play baseball again and do stuff i guess that's the app what'd you get brad one minute oh well done well done brad yeah and also um there's a lot of weird racism stuff in this and let's just remind listeners as well that like duncan was friends with yeah <laughs> so not the best person yeah. for him to be friends in the confederacy in yes yes like i yeah like, good friends yeah like people that he was still friends with like yeah. in the 90s yeah so yeah I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know how you square that, um, but this, man, like, this, this episode, like, it's not great, <laughs> like. It's not, like, like, because I saw when Tammy sent us the, um, the email, the email stuff come up, and I saw that quote about, this is one of my favorite episodes, type thing from, what you know, one of the writers and stuff, and or the showrunners, and I was like, oh, hopefully this is a good one, and I was watching it, and I was like, this isn't good. No. Because right. because they're doing a lot of that. Um, hey, uh, we're we're gonna show you that black people can be racist. <laughs> like they keep yeah. like that's a thing that like white writers really like to like flex. Yeah, I'm like, hey, yeah. rich white writers. I don't I don't I don't know that we need this conversation at all ever. Yeah, no, thank yeah. you. How, like I feel how like about we deal with one problem at a time, and this is not on the list. <laughs> I feel like, because they did an episode of Quantum Leap all about, like, similar, you know, like, there was the Civil War ones. I feel like they were, it was way less racist, but yeah. I don't know if that's just because of my love for the show and my nostalgia no, I, I, blinding I, me, but I feel like it was. Yeah. 
And there was there was troublesome episodes of Quantum Leap to be sure, but I just feel like they did it better. Yeah, it was always like surprisingly it held up surprisingly well. Yeah, like for the time. Yeah, yeah. definitely. This is more of what I expect. Like some of mm. it's good, some of it's not. Yeah. But it's just like yeah. the overall view I, I is not great, and like Duncan's handling of things is never, no. never good. I like the episode started, and like immediately we start in flashback, which is weird. Which is very weird. Yeah, yeah. We start off, and immediately we're seeing Louisiana. Have we ever started in flashback? I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. But we start off Louisiana 1926, and immediately we get yeah. some dogs on the screen. And I was like, oh, look at these, look at these cute pups. And then immediately we we move up to her to Hatta, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> No, <laughs> I know what's going on now. And they're they're uh, yeah they're making uh, some tying some nooses. Ugh. Ugh. And it's like they're, yeah. they're real herd hatter. They're so herd. This one dude looks so familiar. And like I'm trying. Which to one? The one that's the bigger guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he looks familiar to he's me He's been well. in, like, a know. bunch of stuff. Like, he's yeah, worked he's... a lot. We um, must have just seen him. You, well, I know where you know him from, of course, Claire. <gasps> um, you know him from one of his earliest appearances in 1989 when he played <gasps> Turk in The Trial what? of the Incredible Hulk. What? Wow. Oh, that fills me with joy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, because yeah. Turk's barely in Trial in the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. But, oh, what a movie! What a time to be alive to see that yeah. film. But he's been in, he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's been in some X Files. The, the joint best Daredevil film ever made. <laughs> what? According to my my score of giving that and the Ben Affleck film both eight out of ten. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah. Nice, he's, that's awesome. Yeah, he's, he's been in like literally everything. He's done a bunch of voiceover stuff too. When um, you said um, 1989, for a minute I was like, wait, Stephen King's it? Oh no, that was 1990. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this guy, this awesome. guy has been in a lot of stuff. He does a lot of voiceover work too. So, right, but so I don't, I don't know what it is that I recognize him from. Uh, Tried an incredible Hulk, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really remember that. It's been a long time. <gasps> oh, you need to watch that with me, Brad. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Bixby, awesome. Well, um, so. So we start off and they're starting off, starting all off over the place. with a fucking lynching. Like, yeah, harsh, harsh. Yeah, they've got like a few of these guys, haven't they? Yeah. And I, here's the thing. The other thing I thought of immediately when I watched this, I was like, I don't know about the periodness of these clothing, which really goes to that quote that we got from old yeah. Bill and Dave. I'm like, some of this stuff doesn't look right. Like, it looks way too modern. Yeah, it does look too modern. Yeah, so I'm like, I, I'm calling shenanigans but on may- all the details. Maybe bro playing devil's advocate maybe it's because they've always got the clothing wrong in these kind of dramas and use clothes that were too old but these are actually period appropriate brad Hmm. Come on, gotta trust Bill Panzer. I don't though. I don't at all. <laughs> Definitely don't. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, they they got these guys. They're about to do a lynching, and Duncan just happens to drive past. Uh, he was probably he was probably part of it. That's true. He was, he, was, yeah, he, he was going to visit one of his <laughs> friends that was involved in the lynching. Um, yeah, and then he was like, "Wait, you kill people, huh?" But then like he, he got like an immortal spider sense tingling. Yeah, yeah, his Duncan tingle went off. Off and he was like, oh no, you can kill humans, but you can't kill another immortal. And the, he's, he just like drives into it. And I, uh, for a second, I was like, oh, is he going to try to run over the immortal so that they'll think he's dead and then not hang him? That's what I thought. Yeah. 
Um, I wasn't really sure what was going on, but he just kind of like drives enough to like disrupt what they're doing and like knock over like the weird like makeshift gallows. Which, by the yeah. way, like also the way they're they've got these nooses hanging, it's like it's a real weird setup that I don't think I've seen before. These gallows are super weak as well. Like I feel like like particularly like main dude, he's a big guy. I feel like these gallows are so weak. Like if 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 they put him in one of these, like it it would just snap the wood. It's on, yeah, you know because I mean? it's they just like made a tripod. It's so weak. They've got like yeah. three posts, and they've got yeah. they they've made it into like a triangle, and they're hanging the noose from that. Like usually, I think they just like would hang it from like a like a sturdy tree branch. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Like are like you know if you're gonna like just do a makeshift situation, and there's woods around them. They just they want to shoot this in a field, obviously. But yeah. like he, you either gotta have like a, a a more like put together gallows, or you gotta put this hanging from a tree. You can't. I don't know what. Yeah. Yeah. This is. This is like there's a bonfire a, some with a spindly noose. gallows. Yeah. Like I yeah, I don't think this is sturdy at all, but you know, whatever. I mean I'm sure they did all the research into the costumes and how to build a gallows in the field <laughs> um, in this amazing episode that's really breakthrough for the series, by the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a fucking line. But because Duncan like drives into these gallows and destroys them, it means that all the people that were gonna be um killed managed to escape. Yeah. Which I don't yeah, I don't understand. But. Yeah, well they they all they all run. Duncan, by the way, is holding the tiniest little knife. He's got he? like this little baby like pocket knife. When he gets because <laughs> he gets shot. Um Oh yeah, he does, yeah. And yeah. when you, you when he gets shot, you see it in his hand, and it is just like like the tiniest little knife. <laughs> and Do you think he's wearing that hat in this scene to hide like they've got all his hair tucked under his hat? Oh yeah, definitely. Because I'm with Tammy, like, Tammy's asked before, like, how do they show him short hair? Is it a wig, you know? Yeah, I I think so. I think they just, like, tie it up and then, like, throw a little wig on top. Yeah, they have to. Well, that is a little teensy yeah, knife. Little... Is he going to eat an apple with that? Yeah, like, what the hell? Like, seriously, what is he going to do with that? They have guns. Yeah. He's he's going to fucking... <laughs> I, I don't even know what. Like He's going to literally have to be, like, so close to them. <laughs> it probably won't even go through their shirts or no, anything. No, not, so not a chance. Not a chance. I mean, wow. so dumb. Uh, so, of course, they mm. shoot him for messing up their lynching. And one of the guys like, I can't believe you shot him <laughs> like you, i can't believe you, it hey hey buddy you know like they were you were about to like hang three guys and like you're upset about like i mean i know he's a white guy that killed a white guy. so i i understand there's he's a, a very beefy handsome white guy hi but like that's it i'm saying there's beef in this seat maybe not that hat don't like that hat but i like the rest of his outfit I mean, hoof. But yeah, so we go from that um, to some music. We got to, we, we <laughs> just get some, we get some, uh, some real, we get some atmospheric, um, we're, we're, we got black people in a scene music, so we got some real, got some real music happening. <laughs> we do. It's very bad. Very bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not cool. <sighs> and we see this guy in the present, Carl. Yeah. And his earring. Yeah. And his, like, duster, which is... It's pretty cool, actually. I kind of like it. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's got, like, a little sidekick guy. Yeah, there's people dealing drugs. Yeah. They pass. One of them has a very strange haircut. Um, yeah, these people, like... Uh, I'm on 415, and this guy's uh-huh. vanilla ice haircut is Yeah, me. yeah, no, that weird, like, notch cut into, the, like, the fade yeah. situation it, on the front. It's, it's very, very, very bad. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and just his whole outfit, like the oh, vest over the t-shirt, I don't like. Yeah, I mean, uh, like he, a strong contender for worst dress early on. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we got we got we got another contender. I'll be pointing out later, but <laughs> um, don't know if you caught him. But I know. there's a lot of things going on in the backgrounds and in shots. But yeah, we got these two drug dealers. We got we got hair like vest guy. He's got this awful like yeah knit, vanilla ice yeah this vanilla ice with like a fucking knit vest <laughs> very bad um yep and then other guy other guy's jacket is fuck is like cool as fuck yeah i like his jacket it, it reminds me of an al calavici jacket oh really i because i know because mm. i because I, I think it's a leather jacket is it yeah i thought it was like a oh i'm pretty okay. sure yeah you can it's hard to tell when it's close but when you when he backs up a little bit you can see the way the arms bend and i'm pretty sure okay. this is like a it's a leather jacket but it's 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 a i believe suit you cut. brad it's a suit cut but yeah, it's got like it lines um it's like, cool. it's like almost stripey to it that nice. uh, I like it. It's real fucking cool. But he's also very tiny. He's a very tiny little man. Yeah. Um. And His hair is not tiny. Though. Yeah. His hair is pretty big. Yeah. And uh, like this is this is your like I, I don't know like everything. There's so many weird cliches in this. But like this guy, like the 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 like the sketchy white drug dealer that the black guy is gonna come in and he's gonna say, "Hey, get that drugs out of my neighborhood." Yeah. Um, because we're flipping the tables because these writers think that they're doing something. And I'm like, yeah. you guys, you, you're just. You're making new weird stereotypes and cliches. You're not. Mm-hmm. It's the the fact that you feel like you need to do this to show the character <laughs> says more about you <laughs> than what's happening. <laughs> we we shouldn't need to see the black character trying to get drugs out of his neighborhood and the drugs actually being be sold by a white guy. Like people will be sitting at home going, oh, but it's not a it's a white guy dealing drugs. What? It's like guys. Their minds like, are blown. Why why is this involved? This scene doesn't has no need to exist like mm-hmm. at all. Like we don't need to. You don't need to prove that the black guy is not bad because he stops drug dealers. <laughs> as opposed to. <laughs> Question mark? Mm. Hmm. Hmm. We shall see. It's the assumption. Yeah. The, the biggest complaint I have about this episode is the assumptions of white people, which but is a standard problem to have still in the going. world. <laughs> yeah. And we can say this as white people. Yeah. 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 Oh, very bad. <laughs> very bad. Oh, oh, this episode is a lot more white than normal episodes with Tammy not being here, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is a very this is a very white episode. <laughs> and what's more white than talking about people that aren't white? Yeah. Seriously. <sighs> but yeah, so yeah. he steals the drug dealer's money. Uh, yep. Because he's not interested in the drugs. He wants their money. And then he mm-hmm. like... Because he's living on the streets at yes. this point. Isn't he? Yeah. Yep. Which I'm like, I listen, you're immortal. Like, there's there's no way. Like, I... Like, yeah, I, he, yeah, yeah. All immortals are rich like i'm sorry it's just it has it has to be it has to be yeah like i understand that there could be circumstances where you could lose all of your money but it is much easier to be rich if you're an immortal it has to be yeah absolutely you have time on your side yeah and you can't die which means you can do all kinds of shit and exactly and you can like even just like investing in stuff and like you could this it makes no sense i can't this has to be a choice yeah you can also do really dangerous things for money like you can you can get a job to make a lot of money because you can do shit there you go yeah Yeah. i mean be an underwater diver like be a crash test dummy yeah like literally you can literally do whatever do anything because you can't die like yeah 
Hmm. Ah, whatever. Um, Go and do all those medical test things, you know, that they're like, we're going to inject you with this stuff and pay you five grand and we don't know what's going to happen. Oh. Thank you very much. Yeah, but then you're also just fucking up science because, like, that's that's, true, that's yeah. very bad. You, you Don't do that. Immortals listening, please don't do that. <laughs> you're going to fuck up our science. This is why I've said many times I'd be a terrible mortal. We did, we did a test and it turns out this doesn't kill anyone. Um, oh, we only, but it turns out we only oh, tested no. on immortals. It literally kills everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> whoopsie daisies. We forgot to ask if the people That's being tested were immortals. Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> we thought it was a weird typo when all of the uh, people that did the test entered their age as 300 to 700. <laughs> it was just the same guy that kept coming back over and over again. <sighs> oh, how long did this test? How long will you test this product? Oh, like 50 years. Oh, boy. Mm. Uh, yeah, so uh, this happens. And then, uh, then he steals, he steals, um, Charlie's car. Yes. I mean, I, I, like, out of nowhere, like, I was confused at even how this happened. Yeah, I, I, yeah. So, so the kid went to steal a car while he was dealing with the drug dealers. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he brings the car over, and then the kid gets out of the car... And Carl, like, then steals the car while Charlie and Duncan are like, hey, that's my car. Yeah. And he he starts to take off, but, like, he immediately crashes the car. Now, was it because he got, like, the immortal tingle and it just distracted him? I, I thought it was because he got the immortal tingle, yeah. I hope so, because otherwise he just stole the car and did a spin and immediately crashed it for no reason. He's just not a good driver. He's like, he's like Toonsis. Like, he's the worst driver. <laughs> I'm watching it now. It's so, it's such a weird scene. It's like, all right, we are seven minutes into this episode, and I don't understand yeah. why anything's happening. Yeah, because he drives directly into his car, but we see Duncan get the tingle. Yeah. So I'm guessing Carl got the tingle at the same time. Yeah, and I guess that's just causes distracted. Which means, like, if you're on a crowded, like, if you're, like, driving, like, in Los Angeles, like, in that traffic, like, mm -hmm. if there's other immortals on the road, you are constantly gonna have to, like, fucking be prepared for that shit because apparently that will yeah, throw yeah. you off your driving yeah duncan seems to have his hair in a bit more of a quiff at the front this episode hmm. he's a cool dude i uh, when uh, carl's like running because they're chasing him because mm -hmm. of course he immediately gets out of the car and starts running his like um his duster looks real cool when he's running yeah it's kind of like a, it's very cape like at the back it's really cool yeah I don't know what this type of dust is called, but I like it. Yeah, it's a goodie. It's a goodie. I, d I mean, I d I'm not sure about his denim shirt that's undone all the way no, down to his, no. his crotch. It's like, mm, I don't know. But look look at Duncan's hair. It's way more like, I don't know. Yeah. It's bigger at the front. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a little poof in the front a little bit. Mm. You can see it. Mm. Um, mm. What I love is, um, like, they chase him, and then he jumps to a different building, and Duncan looks down at the train tracks, and he looks at the grass. And <laughs> <laughs> flashback grass. So does this mean he has a flashback every time he looks at grass? I mean... Oh, no! <laughs> oh, grass. That reminds me of that time I woke up in grass. After being <laughs> shot. Oh, so funny. Uh, I just imagine his life is just constant flashback. I mean, it certainly seems like. Mm -hmm. Like, I, because I feel like that isn't that what was happening with Angelina Julie in Eternals? Like, she was just. For pretty much. There was too many memories and she was just flashing back and couldn't yeah. get shit straight. I feel like that's what's Duncan's happening. got the mad weary. Yeah, yeah Duncan has mad weary. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also the dumbest name of anything. <laughs> oh, I got that. I got that mad weary. Mad weary. He's gonna have to go and live in uh, Australia and 
like, where, I can't remember what she was doing, praying under a tree or something? Yeah. I can't remember. Just have Gilgamesh take care of her. Aww. <laughs> you can go and hang out with Gilgamesh and Thena, yeah. Ugh. It'd be adorable. Weird. So Gilgamesh weird. and his sad pie. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, we cut back. Uh, Duncan wakes up. He gets in his car, and he's like, he's gonna, he's gonna drive on and try to stop this lynch mob again. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, the lynch mob is still hunting down um, the crew. Carl's like, all right, you guys, you guys stay in the water so the dogs can't get your scent. I'll draw them out. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter if he. Yeah. I mean, I just wonder, like, hanging, like, again, the question to me is how, like, how much neck damage can you take as an immortal? Well, also, I don't get how, do you die and then, like, if it's neck, if it's dying by suffocation, then do you die? It's like the same thing with drowning. Do you die and then you recover and then you die again? Like, is it a constant cycle of dying or do you just die well, the with, once with the until underwater you're removed thing, from that situation? With the underwater you can thing, breathe underwater, can't Yeah, you? Connor was able to, like, breathe underwater, like... What if you get burnt to death then? Do you just... I don't know. Well, I think it's... I, again, it's like what... How much, like... I think you have to wait until... You, and when your neck is burnt away from, you know, your head is separated yeah. via fire... I think that counts, but like if, but you mostly when you die from hanging, you break your neck. Like mm. it's rare that you would no, suffocate. I was, I was thinking if it was asphyxiation. Like, yeah, but that's that's. I, I just don't know how it would work. Yeah, but I think I think it's much more likely that you're like you would just hang and like your. If you break your neck, then surely you just have to grab his feet, give it a little tug, and that will tear his head off. And he's dead. I again, I don't know how much neck damage you have to have. I like know. that's the question to me. Like I mean, I obviously a decapitate is enough but if you break your neck like how broken does it have to be to not heal I yeah I don't know and then there's like the Kurgan who like got like a slash to the neck and had to fucking safety pin it (laughs) (laughs) keep his head on so apparently like it's not enough like I think you have to fully sever the head so yeah yeah. in which case I guess you'd just be hanging forever Ooh. Just like hanging around like a fucking just hanging around that would be weird yeah so he's he's going after them to try and stop him. Yeah, so this guy's get away. Um, eventually, Duncan, like, picks him up, and Carl gets in the car, and they, they drive off with Hurtahatta shooting at him. Mm-hmm. Again, Hurtahatta's in, in, in outfits that do not look period appropriate. No, not at all. Don't like it. Time-traveling Hurtahatta's. No good, no good. These are all bloodhounds, right, these dogs? Yeah, some kind of hounds. Don't know. Um, not the cutest. They're okay. They're okay. They're okay. They're fine. Um, but like, yeah. These guys, they look, yeah, they look way too modern, guys. Yeah. They look like 80s. It doesn't make sense. Like, I, like, if that quote just like fucking, like, I could have overlooked it if there wasn't that quote about, oh, the amazing attention to detail. It's not. It's just not. Yeah. It's fucking, um, this, but fucking you know liars. what is amazing is the beefiness where Duncan is pumping water while shirtless. And I was like, hello. <laughs> hey, triple. It's a high, that's, high beef that's scene. That's pretty beefy. High hmm? beef scene. High, high beef. Also, he's got the shorter hair, which I prefer. I don't really like his long hair, but it's not too short. I'm like, hmm, the beef is strong at this scene. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this is definitely a wig this time. Yeah, it looks wiggy from the back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Carl's like, yeah, um, yeah, I've been an immortal since, uh, like, I died as a slave in, like, the 1850s, I think he says. Yeah, he's like a baby immortal, really. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's like, he's like, I don't know. He's probably about a hundred years old. Yeah, a hundred. So. I wasn't really listening. I was watching Shrimp Paul in mm. this scene. I apologize, Brad. Mm. 
1927, I think, is the flashback. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, then he's like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a baseball player. Uh, he, and he's talking about how, uh, he came back to, um, to, to see the sharecroppers. And he's like, yeah, some of them have got it worse than we did in slavery times. Which is, uh, true. Like, mm-hmm. 1920s, like, in the South, very bad times. And, yeah, yeah. Um, good point. I, I, again, though, I, I just, I'm always uncomfortable when they say worse than slavery. Cause, like, yeah. I mean, I don't, again, I just don't trust the writers. I'm like, it's the writers yeah, it's... that I have the problem with. I'm like, if, I think you could definitely make a case that for a lot of people had it a lot worse, like, you know, in the 20s, like, sharecropping than in slavery. Yeah. Like, but you a... don't want to make light of slavery. Yeah, either. that's the thing. And, like... You're going a bit, a yeah. bit Uncle Remus. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. I can definitely agree. It was very bad times, and, yeah, it was not good in the South um, yeah. for, for black people at that time. Time especially, but I do, I just don't trust the white writers that are like, yeah, it's it's some it's worse than slavery. I'm like, no, let's let's not let's let's just yeah let's just not. If you are writing this, don't put those words in this. Never make a black actor say worse than slavery under any circumstance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about that? Because it's not good. Yeah. Can we agree to that, let's, Hollywood? Let's Thanks. just make that agreement. Yeah, um, that's, a, that's a new rule. <laughs> yeah, but he's talking about... Yeah, because I was kind of, when they were doing that, I was like, oh. Yeah. I mean, we we can get a historian on, and uh, they can have them say it. <laughs> like, yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, he's talking about he's going to join the Negro Leagues. He's He says something about, like, he, he's going to, um, he he's wants to play against Babe Ruth. And Duncan yeah. is like, how that? I don't think that can happen. <laughs> Why? And I'm like, well, because obviously they're not integrated, you know. Oh, true. Yeah, I mean, you just, you couldn't. But, like, I I feel like, again, much like Quantum Leap, like, we, you know, and I know in Quantum Leap we have, you know, um, Sam Beckett being from the future and, Mm. you know, and uh, a better future. Like, he can come back with the knowledge that things are going to get better, and Duncan is in the time. But, like, mm. I don't know, I feel like our protagonist of a 90s show should still be like, I'm, I hope you will be able to someday. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of, like, Duncan has this real attitude of, that can't happen. Yeah, too bad for you. <laughs> He's like, um, how would you do that? You're black. That's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it really plays like he's optim- Like, the crazy thing, like, these flashbacks are like, he's optimistic about the future. And then, like, you know, living in society is like- Is, is what, yeah. Is what, like, crash- crushes his hopes and dreams. And by the yeah. end of the episode, he gets his optimism back. Which, I, like, is putting a lot on him. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Both. Yeah. yeah, he's. We see that he's also. He's. He's basically. He's breaking bottles with rocks to show that he's yeah. good at. Th- and Duncan's like, "Oh, you play baseball." And I was like, "Okay, granted, <laughs> I don't know a lot about baseball." There's. I know you throw balls and you hit them with sticks. Yeah. I, like if I saw somebody throwing rocks at bottle, my immediate thought wouldn't be, "Oh, you're good at baseball." My thought is, "You're good at get- throwing things." <laughs> Are we gonna find out that Duncan, like at one point, was like a baseball star? Uh, probably. Um, but like, I, I, I don't know. Like he, like I don't know. Maybe discus. I don't know what's there's. A, oh no, no, I'm not. No, I'm gonna be a grenade thrower. I don't know. Like <laughs> I, the connection between breaking a glass ball with a rock and baseball, I feel is. Uh, okay, whatever. Maybe they spoke about baseball on the ride back in the car, and we didn't see it. 
Maybe. Maybe. Uh, but then we cut to a driving montage. <laughs> oh, do we? <laughs> it goes on forever. I mean, they, ma- they, they made it longer by 50%. <laughs> Which is still too long. Yeah. Uh, and is this the scene where you see worst dressed guy? Uh, yeah, this is I my contender. This is my contender. I, I mean, I also have it paused on 1609. We see him a few times, <laughs> this friend of ours. Yeah, we, we see this guy. 1609, it's... we get a close up. Nice. I was just, I'm almost there. Yeah, there he is. Um, and clearly, it's just they, they got some shots of. I, I guess they're just. I don't know if this is just the B roll that they shot at the time or if this is like stock footage. I don't know. But like. Seemingly, there is just some rando whom he's around the block. I mean, because he appears so many times, he's just walking in circles around like, the block. I, like I'm. I, the thing is, like I, I hope this is stock footage they bought. Mm-hmm. But I'm very concerned that they shot B-roll because they're like, hey, there's a crazy guy. Let's 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 film yeah. him. Yeah. In which case, I feel like you're just taking advantage of somebody, which is not great. Mm-hmm. Um, because this guy. Because I don't see why this. Yeah, I yeah. Like I mean, clearly this person does not seem to be stable. Um, his outfit. He's got like he's got like uh, like a, a, a like a um like a headband on that's like different colors. Then there yeah. is a red like, m- like a paper mache mask. Yeah, like sequ like it red sequin. Like a character out of Twin Peaks. Yeah, like, he'd mm-hmm. be hanging out in the Black Lodge. Uh huh. He's got an American flag like tied around him like a cape. Yeah. Um. He's got like a purple like bandana under that. Yeah. Um. He's got like a, a like a, a worn um like black uh, um suit coat with like skulls on on this on one yeah, side. Yeah, like embroidered, I think. Yeah, I couldn't tell if that's embroidered or if that's just something that's like attached to him, like through on um, something else. Maybe. It's hard to tell. Um, it's 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 a lot. It is a lot. And clearly yeah. it's just like, oh, Duncan's going through the rough parts of town. Look at all the crazy people. Because um, mm. he also has a bunch of, like, things hanging, just, like, jingle jangling. I don't know if they're keys or, like, just metal or some sort, just hanging from, like, mm. a rope. I don't know. It's a lot. He's also got a lot of rings on, so I I don't know. I I mean, is this best dressed or worst dressed? Because, I mean, Brad. I mean, it's not great. Take away the American flag cape. It's not great. <laughs> no, it's very bad, Claire. It's very bad. I'm just, I, I'm just. He's obviously very crafty. He made that mask himself. Yeah, I think this is a real life crazy person that they. Uh, I do as well. That yeah. they just yeah. filming to put on their TV show, which is. I mean, I hope they gave is, him some money at least. They, well, they better have. I think there's a chance they didn't, though. I think there's a strong chance they didn't. I, I like. I'm hoping it's stock footage so that they didn't shoot it it's i don't know mm. why it makes me feel better if they just had like oh yeah we got stock footage of a crazy guy um mm. it's somewhat better to me because at least it removes them one step from it <laughs> <laughs> if they just went around the city filming like you know people on the street then i think that's worse Mm. I don't know if it is, but it feels better. I need yeah. I need some more distance between them taking advantage of someone. We see this guy so many times. Do we? When do we see I'm him? I'm sure we see him more than once. Didn't I, I, I don't know. know. I only spotted him the one time. I think I, we see him at least two times, maybe even three. In the same little I'm gonna watch. music mm-hmm. sequence. I mean, it's a very mm-hmm. long, very fucking long. Yeah. This like song goes on forever. Yeah. 
Like he's just yeah driving around. It's just him driving. I'm sure there's he there he is once. I'm gonna count. Okay. Um. You carry on, Brad. I I mean there's not too much to carry on because this scene goes on for like two or three minutes. It's a full song that plays, mm-hmm. and he's just driving around trying to find Carl, and we're just seeing people. So I thought we saw him more than once, but I I've only seen him once so far. I don't think we do. I mean, I'm at seven. Maybe I just imagined I haven't it. seen him again. Maybe I was in shock. Yeah, I think he, I think he was just he's a he's a real standout character. He really like is. they they really if they if I feel like you would save him to like you know you know make the scene a little bit more exciting, but they really. They show him early on, and then, like, uh, you know, I think I would save him, instead of dropping him at 16 minutes, 9 seconds, I would maybe save him for the 18, 19, um, where this song is still going on, because I'm watching this live. <laughs> like, it's yeah. gone on forever. Duncan's mm-hmm. just driving around, guys. Oh, there he is again. We do, we see him again oh, at 1833. Oh. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought yeah, he's, he's Okay, so he's a green shirt, he's got green pants, he's got, like... Um, handkerchiefs tied around his knees, so he almost looks like a Ninja Turtle now. <laughs> when you see the full outfit, because he's, he's he's green on green with the bandanas that tied at the knees and the mask, he's like an all-American Ninja Turtle. He's like Raphael. That's he's like he's if Jim Henson was cro- cosplaying as oh, yeah, an all-American Ninja Turtle. Amazing. <sighs> So yeah, um, all right. That scene ends at the 18 minute 38 second mark. <sighs> Feels like so it goes long. on forever. So finally, Duncan's found the sidekick guy. The sidekick who's trying to steal cars. Yeah. He's like testing to see if any cars are unlocked. Which lock your doors, people. Come on. Duncan's like not in my city. Wait. Um. And so does Carl? Is Carl on a boat or is he at the dock? I, I can't tell. I. I think he's on the dock. Okay. Like, immortals just love being on the water. They do. It's so weird. He's got a sex barge of his own. Huh. I miss the sex barge. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, where's Richie, by the way? Yeah, where- Not that I'm missing him. I was quite happy to not I, I, like, Richie and Joe need to be on this fucking show. Like, mm-hmm. it is crazy how long we've because gone without them. there's only been one episode, like, what, since we found out Richie was an immortal of him dealing with it. I feel like this is something you don't need to deal with more. Yeah. Like, I don't know, maybe that's just me. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Are he or are we need an explanation? Like, oh yeah, I sent him away with so and so to train. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, whatever, okay, cool. Send it away with Darius. Oh no, wait. <laughs> <sighs> Send him away with Roger Daltrey. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um, but yeah, Duncan's tracked them back, and um, Sidekick's like, "Hey, uh, um, that guy's uh, that, there's somebody that's been looking for you." He's like, "Yeah, he's right behind you." <laughs> <laughs> then Duncan is like, "Hey, yeah." It's great. Uh, so they go and they they have a chat. Yeah, and, uh, and this, he sees all of like Carl's stuff, like photo of him as a baseball player yeah. and stuff also like sees that. Yeah, they're on the dock. He's got his master's degree as well. He sees that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's like, hey, you fucking, you stole, you stole my friend's car, you asshole. <laughs> and like, it's real crazy because Duncan's like, you stole a man's car. <laughs> like, like, that's like a, like, uh, first of all, I mean, sure, don't steal people's shit, of course, but like, yeah, it's, it's so weird that like, that's such a, like, like, that's such a step too far. <laughs> <laughs> now you've done it. Like, I mean, who? you can't just steal a man's car. That's the lowest of the low. Man's car is his castle. <laughs> I mean, I do think yeah. it, it's worse that he wrecked his car than he stole his car. Because if at least if he just stole yeah. the car, like, you can report to insurance and, like, <clears throat> get a payout. But, like, he just yeah. wrecks your car, then, like, you're just fucked. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's like, all right, well, fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll listen. I'll, I'll pay him for the fucking car. Like, I don't have the money now, but I'll, like, I'll pay him back. <laughs> like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we cut over to the police station where racist cop. Yeah, Charlie's um looking through the books. I can't remember his name. Oh God, this guy. He, he so this dude. He looks <clears throat> like the racist cop to me. Like he, he looks like um like evil racist Frank Oz. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we have Jim Henson and Frank yeah, Dawson in this episode. Jim Henson, Jim Henson, nin- homeless Ninja Turtle, <laughs> and we have evil racist Frank Oz. So it's a, uh, it's a real crew. Yeah, I can, I can see it. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Um, this guy. Um, who is? Oh, Carter. Carter, I think is that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. I is well, one of them's Carter and one of them's Dixon. I don't know. I I think the racist cop is, oh, is Carter. I don't remember Dixon. I just remember Carter. Yeah, I think think he's gotta be. I think Carter's the racist cop. It's hard to tell. Just say Frank Oz. Yeah. Evil Frank yeah. Oz. Evil racist Frank Oz. <laughs> His hair as well, dude. Just give up that God, patch at the front. And shave it off. It's so bad. Like he's like when you're balding, you've got like yeah, yeah. It's like a reverse fryer tuck. It's not good. Yeah, it's just this weird little island of hair hanging out in the front, and I'm like, yeah. Just give give it up. It's very bad. Look, 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 look you get a little baby tarantula in the front of your head. It's no good. <laughs> Seriously. Like yeesh. he's also yeah. just got a real sinister mustache. Like this guy. He does. I mean, it, yeah. Oof. He looks an, uh, like an early daredevil villain, which yeah. always looks like a sinister man with a sinister mustache. Yeah, this guy is just, he, this guy, I, like, I'm, like, surely he's only played creeps, like, mm-hmm. I can't imagine. Okay, yeah, this is definitely, this is definitely him, because I'm just looking at the IMDb now, and I'm like, killer in record store. Uh, yeah. Uh, Maybe he hmm. played, like, a lovable character like Maynard from Pottersville. Oh! What? Oh, I, now I know where I know this guy from. Is, is he a friend of ours? Um, no, he's a friend of mine because he was oh. just in—he was the killer in an episode of TNT that we just did on Ramjack. Oh, nice. Mr. T murdered him at the end of the episode. Oh, <laughs> I mean, we don't know that he murdered him, but I'm pretty sure that Mr. T murdered him at the end of the episode. Wow. That's yeah, cool. he was very creepy. Yeah, he's a professional creep. Ah, that's where I know him from. Or is that the other guy? Fucking hell, like, I can't figure anything out anymore, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is very difficult. Uh, but yeah. So he's talking with uh, Charlie. Yes. Um, about the incident and everything. Ugh. And he's just being racist the whole time. Yeah, he's just a piece of shit. Like, they're like, oh, oh, we got more of these than you can probably count. Charlie's like, I can count pretty high. He's like, mm, I can't I you don't know. Well, no. You're black. Yeah. yeah, he's awful. So, so bad. He's got Charlie looking through, like, the little, what are they called? Like, little ID books of yeah. suspects and, you know. Yeah, and all that. I'm trying to find this guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, sorry. I just pulled up the, the TNT episode, and God, yeah, he's... God, he, he, okay, he looks completely different um, in that, because that was, like, 1984. Um, but he looks like a whole different kind of creep. <laughs> he's got cre- he's got a di- Many he's levels different, of creep. creepier hair, and, like, a different, creepier mustache situation. <laughs> but he's still just, like, a real I don't know how his creep. mustache can be creepier than it is in this. Well, mostly because it's just, like, he's, it's, he's, doesn't have a mustache as much as he's just kind of unshaven and, um, uh, yeah. 
But yeah, it's a uh, it's pretty wild. Yeah, it's, he's a uh, he's a professional creep. Yeah, like real fucking creep, real creep. Yeah, he's like a real uh, Doug Hutchinson. In the episode of TNT, um, he he he's being transferred to a different prison. Um, yeah. After he uh, he had murdered his uh, his ex wife's uh, current husband in front of okay. their four year old daughter. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. And the whole episode, we think uh, he's going after either the daughter who testified against him or uh, are the wife. But in fact, he's going after the lawyer until Ooh. Mr. T steps in and yeah. <laughs> takes care of him. It's a uh, it's a very weird episode. It's also like the darkest episode of TNT that we've we've watched uh, so far. <laughs> um, and again, I'm pretty sure Mr. T murders him at the end of the episode because <laughs> he throws him down the stairs, and then we just don't. See see him again and they don't talk about it they're just oh, yeah, like uh, oh well i'm glad we dealt with that problem did you because oh no yeah one's... he looks like a real creep and yeah. i actually recognize him more there yeah than in this episode of highlander so maybe i've seen him in something as well yeah. maybe he's also a friend of mine I, I mean he's a friend of no one i'll tell you that <laughs> uh but yeah yeeks um, so what happens after this is this is where Duncan no uh, he goes to talk to Duncan yeah so yeah in Duncan's place yeah yes he 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 follows Duncan back to his place yeah. or he shows up at Duncan's place I'm not really sure of the timeline it's very strange it feels like yeah, they were just together and then they're back at Duncan's place yeah and Duncan's wearing a real weird t-shirt. Uh, yeah, yeah. Please explain this t-shirt, Brad. I don't have the the, the words. It, like, the weirdness of it... I mean, there's a lot of levels of weirdness to it. First of all, why are the sleeves rolled up? Because it's like a t-shirt. It's not like a long sleeve shirt that he's rolled up. Yeah. It's a, yeah. a t-shirt that he's got the sleeves, like, rolled up an inch, I guess. Usually you see people, like, wearing t-shirt sleeves rolled up when it's, like, the old, like, you know, movie set in the 50s and they're, like, that's where they're storing their cigarettes, you know? Yeah. But I've never seen it just for the hell of it because it's it's not a long sleeve. Yeah, it's, like, literally they're, like, rolled up like an inch, like a tiny yeah. amount. And also there's something about the collar. Like, it it comes up, like, weirdly and it looks... It looks, yeah. it looks like it's uncomfortable. It, like, it looks like it's it look, choking him. It comes up more than a normal t-shirt collar. Yeah, and it, it looks tight. Like, the like the, the neck hole looks too small. Yeah. It's a real weird fit for a shirt. Yeah. I, yeah, very, his very hair's odd. Also, I swear his hair's shorter as well. Like, it's not as long and lustrous as it has been. Yeah, I, maybe. But I think I thought that last episode as well. Yeah, no, I think it's... Yeah, I think his hair is shorter. Um odd yeah. very odd but yeah mm -hmm. um yeah so he just comes wanders in like immediately like opens his refrigerator uh like taking a beer um and duncan's like hey like you're an asshole <laughs> you're an asshole and what about my friend's car and he's like all right here here's a stack of money and he's like mm -hmm. all right <laughs> well i okay i guess i won't ask questions um the cut back to fucking uh cops and uh, like yeah. he's identified like the sidekick guy and they're like yeah. oh yeah sidekick guy he steals a lot of cars cool and then they uh, find uh, then they actually find uh, Carl in the in the book and they're like oh mm -hmm. him yeah he's wanted for murder in uh, Arizona yeah so uh, we cut back to the dojo and uh, <laughs> when does Carl comment on like he comments on something like that Duncan owns the place and he owns the dojo oh something. yeah yeah because he's like, yeah, he started talking about like, oh, so I bet you, this is a nice place you got. Do you own it? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I bet you own the dojo downstairs too. He's like, yeah, 
And like this whole thing of like that he he's rich because he's white, <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, I you're mortal. You, yeah, you're you should both be rich. Yeah, like I I, I mean I under, absolutely like you 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 were a slave originally. Like I like you've had a lot of disadvantages in your life. Absolutely, yeah. but like. And there's certainly ways you could have lost money over time. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, like, especially, like, yeah, you could have been robbed. You could have, like, you could have lost fun. But, like, still, all immortals, uh, they, again, they're old, like, shit are, is antiques. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things you just have. Like, I, I, all immortals should be rich. There's no excuse for it. I don't get why he isn't rich, or at least has some, like, I don't get this. If, if, like... Somehow he's 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 had time to learn how to sword fight. So someone taught him to sword fight, which is like mm-hmm. so. I feel like whenever you get you learn to be an immortal, it's like okay, we get to start your sword fight training. We also need to start your financial literacy education. Because <laughs> like spoiler alert, it's real easy. There's two ways for to be rich. Uh, one, you can be born into a rich family. Real easy yeah. to be rich that way. You just stay rich. Very easy to do. The other way, be immortal. Yep. Yeah, it's there's just so much of like, and again, it, it's the fact that the writers are making the black characters say that Duncan's rich because he's white. <laughs> that I'm like, I, this yeah. like you're just trying to create this opposite to to be an interesting character because it's the '90s and you think you're doing something. Mm-hmm. You're you're trying yeah. to say, ah, see, see, <laughs> black people can be racist too. <laughs> and I'm like, no, stop it, please stop. Yeah, this is not the conversation anyone needs. Um, speaking of which, we're in the dojo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Charlie is very pissed off that the man that wrecked his car is in the dojo, and he's yeah. a friend of Duncan's. <laughs> yeah. And Duncan's like, yeah, well, he came he came to apologize and give you money. So he's like, all right, well, just so you know, um, this motherfucker is wanted for murder. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what? Me? I've never been to Arizona. Ugh, but... And, like, they just have, like, they have a... It's very uncomfortable. Like we're doing, yeah. we're doing a lot of a lot of fighting between them, and it's all like. I don't think it's in this scene, but like later on, he's commenting on Charlie's surname, um, and Charlie's like, "Well, it's because I'm half Italian," and he's like, he says something like, "Oh, it must be hard being a, a white man in a black body or something." Oh. Like that. And it's like, oh no. Eeks, eeks. That made me wince. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like. Like, if you want to have, like, these racial discussions, sure. But the problem Mm -hmm. is, I don't trust white writers. (laughs) I don't trust (laughs) white writers that think they're, they know how to write this. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And, like, this whole episode stinks of white writers trying to write, like, (laughs) racial topics in a cool, modern, edgy way. Yeah, and think that they're saying something. Ah, real bad. It's like the the saving grace for this is how bad the racist cops are. Yeah, <laughs> like they're so villainous that it kind of makes up for a lot of everything else. Because it's at least we're like refocusing. Yeah, white racists are the real fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs> but if it yeah, wasn't for they... that, this the whole thing would just be a nightmare. Yeah, Charlie and Carl like not seeing eye to eye. No, because yeah, there's also and I know we're jumping to the other scene, but it's like yeah, that whole thing where he's just talking about well how black are you and like yeah 
Yeah. Let's not do that. Let's not yeah. do that. Um, yeah. So uh, after the scene, we cut to uh, we cut to the fucking cops, and it's uh, it's again it's rookie cop and racist Frank Oz cop, <laughs> and racist Frank Oz cop is just like, look at this fucking part of this city. Ah, they fucking they fucking love living in this shit. It's some real Ben oh. Shapiro talk. <laughs> um, actually, um, all Palestinians do is uh, all they know how to do is blow up things. So um, they should be wiped off the map. I'm a racist. My name's Ben Shapiro. I talk very fast. I'm also very racist. <laughs> um, and Rookie Cop's like, hey, whoa, 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 come on. You think they want to live like this? He's like, yeah. And Race Cop's like, yeah, I think they do. I think I mean, this is all they know. <laughs> he's now, he's now, um, he's now Cop Frank Oz racist Ben Shapiro. <laughs> She's <laughs> oh, Shapiro's. So, uh, yeah. So, immediately, they see uh, um, Sidekick Kid, and immediately, Racist Cop is like, alright, we're going after him. Let's, let's just kill him. Let's, let's chase this guy down and murder him. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go around this way, you go around the back. <laughs> and so, he chases after him, immediately grabs him, like, knocks him to the yeah. ground, and just starts beating the shit out of him. Yeah. And then, oh. immediately, he's like, I'm gonna plant drugs on you if you don't do what I fucking say. Yeah. It's like, ah, ah, yikes. I mean, yeah, this was like, oh, very real, very realistic. Mm-hmm. I, I will say. And again, how racist the racist cop is, is the saving grace for this episode, for mm-hmm. better or for worse. He's beating the shit out of this kid. I also love that he he's like, do you know this guy? And he brings out a photo of Carl that is like all wadded up. Like what what did he print off a copy and then like wad it into a ball? Like why is it <laughs> yeah. why is it so like like crumpled? I don't know. That's not a way to show anyone a photo. Hey, let me un let me unball this piece of paper. Do you <laughs> I mean, recognize that could be this? Yeah. I don't know, could you iron it first? <laughs> Weird. Um but yeah, um, I mean, and then uh, Rookie Cop was like, hey, hey, what the hell are you doing? Oi. Why are you, like, uh, murdering a child? <laughs> he's like, just put the handcuffs he's on like, him. like, oh, I forgot, you're a cop and so am I. I love when he's like, hey, just just put the handcuffs on him. <laughs> I love that. Like, yeah. I mean, so true. So true. Yeah. Why are yeah. more cops like, hey, you know, you can just put handcuffs on him. You don't Instead have to beat like, someone to death. murdering him. Yeah. Uh, also, like, you can also tell it's the 90s because they're really, he keeps trying to pull out the baton. Like, they're very mm-hmm. on the baton um, as opposed yeah, to just, like, yeah. breaking out guns 24-7 now. Yeah. It's the difference. When did the baton, when did that become, like, a thing? That... Uh, with the guns? No, 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 like, the baton, like, in, in, like, popular culture, like, where they were really, like, reflecting, like, reality with, like, focusing on the baton more. Oh, I well, I think reality's changed now. I like I I don't think cops ever even touch a baton anymore. Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, okay. Now they just pull out guns and murder people. Mm-hmm. It's guns, guns first. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, saying about that, I don't think I've seen like any videos of yeah, not like I've seen many things of cops or even like in films and stuff where they don't pull their guns first, yeah. which is yeah, terrifying. Yeah, and I think reality. Well, I think I think yeah, I think in films, I think it's 
I mean, uh, we're, I, I think film is reflected in reality. I think people, I think because cops all think they're in fucking movies because they're idiots, because mm-hmm. cops are fucking mm-hmm. stupid. Um, I think now they think they're movie characters and they, that's part of why they just pull a gun first. Also, they're trained to just murder people. Like, yeah. But yeah. I think it's also a thing where because it looks cooler to pull your gun on a TV or a movie, that mm. that became more reflected in actual cop shit. God, that's messed up. Yeah. But I mean, it's also it's also they're trained to murder people. So yeah. But I, I this was the '90s, and I think at that point, like there was still an idea that maybe they didn't shoot first. <laughs> but I mm. like I've never seen I've never <laughs> seen a cop touch like a fucking baton before. Like I don't think it's a th- yeah. I, don't, I don't even know they still even carry batons. I don't even know. I I don't. Know. Um. But yeah, I I just love rookie cops. Like hey, wait, wait, hold on. You can just put handcuffs on him. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. Um, so but we yeah, go back to the dojo. Yes, and of course they're they're doing some practice sword fighting. I love he's got a fucking scimitar situation. Yeah, yeah, Carl's got a full on scimitar. It's amazing. So cool. Like, is that his or is that like dojo scimitar? I because like don't know. I, I guess I he really could. Hope it's his. I mean, he's got that big duster. I guess you can keep a scimitar in that. Yeah. I mean, I want more. I want more varied weapons in Highland. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, someone just has like a. They don't even have a sword. They have like a scythe or something. Yeah. Like, or like that, that that like circle thing that like Xena Xena Warrior Princess has. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a throwing blade. Well, they don't even have a sword. They have like that thing that um like Nobu had in Daredevil where it's like a blade on a chain. Oh yeah. Or like, yeah. you know, the sister in Shang-Chi. Or just like a giant pair of scissors. Just a big pair of scissors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want a garden shear immortal. Or, like, you just get a little stabby immortal, like the one in Twin Peaks, and it's just a little stabby. Oh, also, like, at the beginning of this episode, when Duncan has his little baby <laughs> yeah, knife. Duncan was little stabby. Aww. I'm Duncan McCloud of the Clan McStabby. <laughs> little stabby. You get a little stabby sometimes. I just get a little, get a little stabby. stabby. Um. So, they're having their sword fight. I can't remember what they're discussing in the sword fight. I think they're just talking about how, how like, um, sword fight shit. And then he's like, ah, oh, cool. you would have gotten me if that was for real. And Duncan's like, was it for real? Yeah. <laughs> All right, whatever. And then, yeah, Charlie comes in and they have that weird conversation about if this Charlie the, black yeah, enough. And uh, doesn't go well. And then oh. he says, hey, get the fuck out of my dojo. And Duncan yeah, goes, chase, chases after his friend. And mm-hmm. uh, it's weird. It's just weird. Mm-hmm. It's un- yeah, it's uncomfortable. Some of this. Yeah, I don't like it. Don't like it. So not in a good way though. Like, oh, this is raising. This is starting a conversation. It's just like Ugh. it's raising a conversation about what white writers think is okay. Yeah, <laughs> which was an important conversation to have in the nineties, because the white writers were wrong. Yeah. Um. So uh. Yeah. So Carl is uh, walking back to place. And uh, race his shirt open again. By the way, of course, it's what he does. Mm. It's what he does. Um, and uh, our our pal, our racist cop, shows up. <laughs> yep. And uh, Shapiro's. Yeah, Shapiro's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his duster is so cool. Carl's duster. It is really cool. Um, it's so cool. And like racist cop, like is like menacing yeah. with his car, and then just runs, like hits him with his car. Just, just. For on runs him over. Like, yeah. I mean, also, he was way too close for him to, that, that to have done anything, so I don't, I'm not buying it, but, you know, yeah. whatever. 
old cars were also like a lot harder. So yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Carl's like lying on the ground, going playing possum. Yeah. Being like, I'm dead. Yeah. He, I think the idea is he theoretically would have been dead. Uh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he uh, um, racist cop opens his trunk and pulls out an please, axe. Please, 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 Shapiro's. Sorry, say his name. Sorry, Shapiro's. <laughs> Officer Shapiro. Officer Shapiro's uh, pulls out his axe, and then we see what's <laughs> what that? What's he gonna do? He just chop him up like Jesus? Uh, well, no, because that's when we see he's got a tattoo. He's a fucking watcher. Oh, he's gonna chop his head off. Yeah, he knows what's up. So it's it's not that he's just a racist cop. He's also just racist against immortals. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Honestly, now that I think about it, I'm like, I don't know. Is that watering down the racism of cops by making him a watcher? Like, I think it is a bit. Yeah, so it's probably not good. Damn it. Yeah. I was, I'm really trying to find the silver lining here. <laughs> I th- yeah, I, I, I think it is watering it down a bit. It's like, well, it's because he's a watcher and it's like, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you know what? You get a lot of racist cops, and and watches don't exist. So yeah, yeah. I mean, again, this episode this episode isn't all bad, but it's just it's certainly not all good. Mm. Um. So yeah, uh, a bunch of people like show up, and when he's about to like cut off his head, <laughs> and the, yeah. and they're just like, "What the fuck are you doing, cop?" I love this cop <laughs> is constantly stopped by people. They're like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. Ugh. And so he gets in his car and drives off. Um, then uh, Carl goes back to Duncan's place and is like, God damn racist cops. <laughs> Trying to cut my head off. Oy. Yeah. He's all beaten up. Yeah. So he tells him what happened. Uh, we see, we uh, flashback on the beer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. So whenever Duncan, I, w- I want to make a list of like what Duncan has a flashback. Yes. Like, when he's doing stuff, so he, whenever he sees grass, and um, whenever he drinks a beer. <laughs> so we, back. I mean, it's cut from from Duncan's beer to the sheriff's beer. So I guess when he when he looked at his beer, it reminded him of that time the sheriff had a beer. <laughs> I guess. Because uh, yeah, <laughs> so weird. we're now in the fifties and we're in a diner and. Uh, so at this point, Carl is 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 on the Negro League um, playing baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, so things seem seem things seem pretty okay for Carl at this point. It's 1954. Yep. Uh, we're in Alabama. Yep. Can I just say I think Duncan's rocking this look. It's not beef. Yeah, no, it's... it suits him. And I, this isn't a look I like, but I'm like this the the jacket yeah. and the hair. He like he pulls it off. Yeah, no, it's it. Yeah, it's a it's a it looks good. It looks, it's a real yeah. real fifties like Archie vibe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a river. Yeah, definitely. He's got like a little, little yeah yeah real fifties real fifties look to him. It's great. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they come into a diner. Um, and <clears throat> like they ask for service, and immediately um the waitress is like oh, <clears throat> and he looks over to the oh. sign, and it's a whites only mm-hmm. uh diner. And, like, immediately, like, Carl's like, all right, well, we should probably get out of here because this is not a good sign. Uh, let's yeah. just get out of here. And, like, Duncan's like, no, I'm going to, like, cause a scene. Which, yeah. pros and cons, mm-hmm. I, I, it's, I like it better than him befriending a confederate. <laughs> I mean, sure. I, I like Duncan's on the right side, but under yeah. the circumstances... Yes. Like, like, just help. Your friend wants to leave. Yeah. Let him get him out of there. Yeah. Come, you come back in later and punch the cop. Yeah, because his friend has got to where he wants to be in this. Like, he's playing baseball yeah. and stuff. Like, if anything goes down, if anyone gets hurt. 
who's going to get the blame? It's not going to be Duncan. Exactly. And like, I just. That's his career over. Do you know what that's I mean? What I, and that's what I thought was going to happen. With it, like, with this mm-hmm. flashback, I was like, oh God, the cop's going to come back and shoot him in the leg or something. And then he's going to have yeah. to do one of those I fake my, you know, death situations. And he's going to yeah. stop being a baseball player, which would suck. And it's going to be Duncan's fault. <laughs> <laughs> um but luckily but no no it, it's it's fine um so yeah duncan has a little fit um and like the sheriff is like comes over and is like i think you i think you need to leave and duncan's like um i thought the sheriff was supposed to stand for the law and sheriff takes mm. off his badge and he's like i'm not the sheriff right now and then duncan should grab it and go well i guess i am the sheriff. <laughs> yes. you're, you're <laughs> That would be awesome. If that's all it takes to be sheriff is wearing the patch, then I'd be like, well, now I'm the sheriff and I arrest you. That would be awesome. I, I wish. I arrest you all in contempt. <laughs> <laughs> Do a fox murder. Yes. Um, but no, he punches the guy. Guy goes flying into a table. It's pretty great. Um, yeah, it's great. Again, not the best time for it, but like, I agree with the sentiment. Mm-hmm. Um, so they leave and they go, they go down to Duncan's car and there's a newspaper, um, like, vending machine that's, like... Mm. And the newspaper headline is, like, <laughs> they've, they've, they've declared segregation anti-unconstitutional. Yeah. It's so weird <laughs> that they don't know that news yet. It's, yeah. It's like, oh, wow, this just happened. Wow. And, like, you get the real him reacting to the news, and it's a real optimistic moment. And mm-hmm. again, this whole time, I'm watching this monkey shine style, just like, oh god, something terrible is about to happen to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh wow, segregation is unconstitutional. Ah, uh, you know, I didn't, I never thought we'd get here. Boy, things sure are changing for the better. Everything's gonna be so <laughs> Everything's in the so next ten great. Years. And I'm like, Woo. that cop's about to fucking shoot him in the heart. Yeah. But that doesn't happen, so. Nope. <laughs> I. Uh, I was really expecting something to happen here. Yeah, yeah I made me and very nervous. Does. No, it's yeah. just a good moment. It like mm-hmm. so, which is interesting. So we cut away from that, and then then we uh, yeah, they're talking, and and uh, then we get into kind of like Duncan's like, all right, well, what the hell happened? <laughs> like yeah, and he's like yeah, because like and he's like well, racism. And like I thought things were gonna be better, and they're not. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And they're still not. Yeah. Things are still shitty. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And he just got sick of the shit. And I, yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. I think this is the good part of the episode. Yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah. Things... I actually, yeah, I do like, I was expecting something big to happen. I like that it didn't. Yeah. And I like that it's just, he's just been he's just sick. burnt yeah, out. Yeah, he's burnt by, out by just it. Just worn down. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. I, it's, I think that's much better and much more realistic. And I, yeah. I think that's high point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, in this scene, can I point out, Duncan's wearing another weird shirt. He's wearing a weird shirt. <laughs> I think we've seen this before. This is kind of like his workout shirt. Because I think it's like, yeah, I think it's a sweatshirt one, yeah. that's like, it's cut off at the, like, the sleeves and they're rolled up a little bit. But that's just because it's like, it's yeah. a sweatshirt that's cut off in the, but also the neck's yeah. cut weird. Yeah, the neck's, it, it looks like there was a bigger neck and he's chopped it down or something. Yeah. It's weird looking. It's yeah. Very bad. I mean, if he wants to just work out shirtless, I wouldn't have any problems. <laughs> Sweet. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, so uh, then a sidekick uh, comes up. I-, I don't know how he even yeah. knows where Duncan's place is. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, but did like Carl tell him? Like, but why? But when? 
When? Yeah, exactly. I guess in that weird transition between them having a conversation and him showing up at Duncan's before, I guess. Yeah, well. Still. I mean, like you said, we don't know how much time no, takes place. very in. strange. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, he's, he's just, he's like, hey, I'm sorry. Uh, I had to tell the cops. I, like, they were, they were going to fucking blame me with, like, fake trumped up uh, drug charges. So, like, mm-hmm. I had to sell you out. And it's like, yeah, makes sense. Um, cops suck. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, yeah, this fucking racist cop is coming after you, so... And, uh, yeah, they're fucking, uh, blaming you for murder and shit, so... Yeah. Um, and then, like, okay, well, do you remember anything about him? He's like, I don't know, like, he's just... <laughs> and, like, all, all white cops look the same. It's like, <laughs> alright, writers. You look like an evil Frank <laughs> Like, um, actually, uh, actually, um, it's a proven scientific <laughs> fact that all white cops do not look the same. Um, they're all individuals, and... <laughs> Alright, alright. Unlike Palestinians, oh, unlike Palestinians that all look the exact same. <laughs> they all look the exact same. They all look the exact same and they all look like all they know to do is blow up shit. And oh, genocide's perfectly the great. Worst. Ooh, what a piece of shit human he is. Also, waka waka. <laughs> Hello, I am Fuzzy Bear. Oh no. Frank Shapiro's. Oh, <laughs> Weird. Oh, Weird. God. Yeah. One of our weirdest inventions, Brad. <laughs> also, Master Yoda, am I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> so, yeah, so then, so they're like, well, is there anything distinguishing? And he's like, I can't remember how he says that he has a tattoo. Yeah, he says he's got, he's got, some, like, he says he's got something that looks like a tattoo on his forearm, on his yeah. wrist. And I like the fact that he said it, it said looks, it looks more like a, a stamp you yeah. get to go in and out of a club. Exactly. It is something before. that looks like yeah. a tattoo, but it's not. It's not a tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, and I mean, Duncan's yeah. like, oh, watch your shit. I got this. At which point, I, let me go and see Joe. Oh, I'm no, just, no, I won't. Like, how? How is Joe not in this? Yeah. So it's like, so what do they, is, is there like something in the contract that an episode can only have Charlie, R, Richie, and Joe? Like they can't <laughs> cross the streams? Maybe, or maybe they were like, well, we can have him in the episode, but he has to either be on screen or singing. Yes. And we had him singing, and so we can't have him on screen. Oy, terrible. But yeah, a uh, racist cop gets a call. Because if you have too much Joe, that's an over Joe. <laughs> waka waka. Um, waka waka. <laughs> oh, anyway, right yeah, along. so racist cop. <laughs> <laughs> if he's if he's fuzzy, then uh, Jordan Peterson's Kermit. Well, because he sounds exactly well, like. Yeah, him. I don't understand what the difference would be. <laughs> Hello, I'm Kermit the Frog. Um, uh, today <laughs> I'll be eating a diet of all red meat. Also, clean your room. <laughs> Fozzie, have you cleaned your room today? It's very important that you clean your room. Actually, I, I actually, uh, <laughs> I, I have cleaned my room. Um, all I do is clean my room. Waka waka. <laughs> That's wonderful news. I'm so glad to hear that. <laughs> uh, I don't like the you know, intellectual dark Muppets. <laughs> I mean, either. I regret, I regret creating them. Oh, so is uh, so would Alex Jones be Sam Eagle in this scenario? Yes, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, oh. Oh. oh, anyway, weird. So yeah, so I can't even remember where we're up to. <laughs> um, yeah, so the so uh, um, uh, Frank Shapiro gets a call that a kid went to um Duncan's, so now they know yes. where Carl went to. Um, yeah. 
So they're closing in on him at this point. Um, they figured shit out. Uh, so Duncan goes and checks with the cops to see if there's actually a, a murder. Um, oh, sorry. That's in how he Arizona. figures it out. Yeah. Duncan goes to the mm-hmm. cops to figure out if there's actually a murder charge from Arizona. And of course there's not. And mm-hmm. um, Shapiro overhears this and that's how he knows. Yeah. So he makes a call like, hey, uh, I found him. Watch your shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> watch your shit. <laughs> uh, watch your shit. Yep. Waka waka. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> and yeah. so, yeah. So now we're outside. Uh, uh, Duncan and Carl are talking and Carl's like, I don't know about this like secret organization bullshit. This seems What are you talking like, about? I mean, are you sure it's not just racist cops? Because like, there's just a <laughs> lot of racist cops. And Duncan's like, no, no, no. This one's definitely like secret organization shit. As for all the other racist cops, I don't know. Because <laughs> there is a lot of racist cops. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're like, I don't know. That seems a little crazy. At which time, Shapiro does a drive-by and just is like seriously? shooting a shotgun while driving. Yeah. Shapiro doesn't care about being caught out or seen. No. He doesn't give a fuck. Not in the least. Nope. Oy. Yeah, so is this where Duncan, like, dives through the window? Is that what happens? Yeah, like, well, he, he, like, well, he shoots out one window and Duncan dives and, like, gets him out of the way. Um, mm. It's pretty wild. Yeah, it was cool. It was a good stunt. Yeah. Like, Oh, on the subject of stunts, because I didn't mention this earlier, when they're originally chasing Carl, mm. Duncan runs on top of a car for no reason. Oh, yeah, he does! <laughs> I yeah. love when Adrian he's, Paul... He's all about doing stunts for no I, reason yeah, I, lately. Like, Adrian Paul loves yeah. doing unnecessary stunts. He's such a show-off. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, he loves it. He's like, I learned this this week and I'm going to show it he off. He loves doing he's stunts. he's like, I'm going to do two backflips. And they're like, yeah, but it's nothing to do with the scene, um, you know, Adrian. And he's like, I don't care. I'm going to... I'm the star. I'm going to do my backflip. I feel like I'm it's a, a situation where he's like, um, you know, it's like, okay, third take and he does a stunt. And they just keep mm-hmm. it most of the time because it's cool looking. He's like, yeah, I want to try yeah. something. And they're like, all right, do it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's likely. So, um, but yeah, okay. so they're like, all right, now do you believe me? He's like, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I still think he could just be a racist cop, though. Yeah. There's also a weird moment where, like, he put, where, like, like Duncan, like, pushes, like, Carl, like, down onto the hood of the car. Mm. He's like, yikes. Yeah. yeah, I'm watching that now. Yeah. Uh, Carl again, wearing a shirt that's undone all the way down. Yeah. Very strange. Very strange look. I like his one little earring. He's like he's a he's a pirate. Yeah. He pulls that look off. But I, I do like the fact that like the Duncan's whole thing is like, hey, you're a fucking immortal. You can do whatever you want. Stop stop mm-hmm. being such an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like stop making uh, stop making excuses. Which again, also also, yeah. don't, also don't like uh, white people telling black people to stop making excuses. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't. <sighs> yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, it's real, like, pull yourselves up by your bootstraps. Oh, no! <laughs> like, it's, it's like, almost there, but, I mean, in the context of an immortal, I get it. Because mm-hmm. you're an immortal, so, okay. But, I, I don't, again, the tone is just weird. Yeah. And the writers are weirder, so. And then, where are we? Oh, this is when it's at night. Yeah, and... so they're gonna go, they're gonna go stake out the cops, because they got, at least, they got the police car number. Mm-hmm. So, so they and Shapiro's is in his car with his rookie cop. Yeah. So they all right. They got the police car number now, so they know who it is. Like they've seen him now. They know who the guy is, and they see his partner. And Duncan's like, all right. Well, listen. Let's talk to the partner because we know that the partner saved you know sidekick kid before. Yeah. So maybe we can talk some sense into the partner. 
And Carl's like, um, I, listen, cops are racist fucks. Are you sure? And like, this is worthwhile. Because, you know, cops are racist fucks. And Duncan's like, yeah, yeah. Trust me, I'm a white guy. I can talk to a racist cop. <laughs> One of my best friends is a Confederate soldier. What? One of my Excuse best friends me? is a racist. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Oh, did I never tell you that before? Yeah. Oh, sorry. One of your best friends? Yeah. Oh, the best. Oh, he's, the best. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. I don't know about this. You know, he tells some great <laughs> jokes. I well, I can't repeat any of them. <laughs> Not to Not you. Not to you. <laughs> but he's a real funny guy. He's very funny. Oh no. <laughs> Eeks. Oh, Duncan. He's gonna be played by uh, um, by Steven Crowder. By the way, he's gonna be played by Steven oh, Crowder God. now. Steven Crowder's banned from uh, YouTube or suspended from YouTube now. Yeah, so. but like for like a week or something. Mm. It's not permanent yet, is it? I don't think so. I think it's like he's got one. Steven Crowder kind of looks like a Muppet. Uh, yeah, he does. He looks like he he looks like a like what? Who's that Muppet that's like uh, um, a conservative uh, idiot, but also constantly hiding in the closet because he's um can't deal with the fact that he's a homosexual i'm sorry wait was that a muppet or was that steven crowder i think that's uh there's a muppet that's like that in avenue q so he's that muppet i guess oh god no he would be um he would be the the pigs in space muppet um yes link Link, uh what's his face yeah yeah, yeah, that's who you would be yeah um yeah Yeah, absolutely um so Uh, yeah they, they go up to um rookie cop and Duncan's like, hey, I want to talk to you about your partner. He's kind of a racist fuck, and you stopped a kid from getting killed. And Ricky's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I never did that. <laughs> he's like, come on. I know you're not. You're. I, thought, I want to be a cop. I'm. Hey, I'm a racist, too. Yeah, and he's like, immediately, he's like, no, that never happened. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought you were a cop. He's like, I, I am. That's why I said the... Wait, oh, you got me. Damn it. <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah. So he just kind of he's I somehow I guess Duncan's able to talk him into it. Like this is wildly unbelievable. Yeah. Like yeah, I not not buying it. Yeah. So yeah, they've got a plan now. So now Shapiroz knows where Carl's at. So he 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 goes off to hunt him. Goes off to hunt him. He brought his gun and his axe, like, just walks up to him, like, again, these watchers are not subtle. No. They suck so much. Do you see a cop carrying an axe? A shotgun and an axe. If I see any- A shotgun and an axe. If I see literally any human with a shotgun and an axe, Mm -hmm. out. I am out. (laughs) Goodbye. Farewell. Um, do you- would you like my wallet or, uh, my phone? Anything? Is there anything? Because I'm just gonna leave right now. But if there's anything you need before, I will be glad to help from a distance. <laughs> yeah. So he's on the dock. Yeah. Shapiro's. Yeah. And Shapiro's is like, all right, cop. I'm going to kill you now. And then rookie cop's like, no, that's not cool. <laughs> Can't do that. Hey, man, you're a cop. We don't kill people. Wait. <laughs> mm, yeah. So he pulls his gun on him. Yeah. And Shapiro's. I can't remember how it happens here. Like, doesn't. So Shapiro's like go to kill him anyway, and then that's when Rocky Ricky Cop kills. Shapiro's. So no, um so meanwhile we've seen Duncan climbing around and I couldn't figure out where the hell he was forever. Um but yeah. eventually, like they're just having this little standoff, and then little sneaky Duncan, like a like a fucking spider monkey, like <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah, he climbs up the side and just like grabs Shapiro, like grabs him and that distracts him enough for Rookie Cop to shoot him. Yeah. It's very weird. He is. He's like, yeah, he's just climbing all over the place. I forgot about that. Yeah. He's climbing up this little ladder. Yeah. And then R- Ricky Cop shoots Shapiro's. 
Yeah, and he falls all the way down into the water. Oh, and he goes, no! And it's great. Yeah. It made me laugh. So how how is Rookie Cop going to explain what happened here? I mean, well, there's not much to explain. I mean, to the cops, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, to like, the cops. Yeah. That's what I mean. I mean, I, I, mean, I guess it's because he died. I guess it's, if he'd lived, it would have been bad. But the fact mm-hmm. that he died is like, yeah, I saw him. He was about to murder someone. And then you're like, you know, it's like, oh, okay. Um, if he had lived and said, hey, I was going to kill a black guy. The cops would have been like, what's wrong with you, rookie? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, seriously. But uh, okay. luckily. So he's dead. We actually see him fall in the water, which was cool. Yeah. Where he goes, no, <laughs> forever. It's pretty good. It's pretty and then at the end, we're in like the baseball game. Yeah, I was very I don't know what it's confused called. at first because I was like, "Who? Wait, who are you? Like, where, what time is this?" Because I thought maybe we're back in the baseball times, like a flashback. We're just gonna do yeah. another flashback, but no. I don't know what this is called. Is it just called a locker room? Yeah, yeah. I just called it the baseball place. Oh yeah. I well, I mean, that's also what we call it. Um, yeah, I'm in the know because yeah, yeah. I know all the baseball facts. But yeah, this, this is the yeah, locker yeah, room. Yeah. You can tell because of all the lockers. Oh, um, that would help. Yeah. yeah. So. This is where the locker room talk takes place. Yeah, this is where locker talk takes place. Um, all that locker yeah. room talk. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which is actually a, th- it's, it's actually a real thing um, that I know about. Um, that's why it's not a big deal. I play a lot of sports. It's not a big deal when Donald Trump says things that uh, it's locker room talk. It's cool. Ooh. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, apparently he's playing yeah, baseball so again. Yeah. So. And, yeah, he's back playing baseball. And and he's like, yeah, I'm going to be making so much money here. Like, yeah, you're of course, because, like, you're an amazing immortal baseball player. Yeah, also you're immortal. Yeah. Just, just to remind you, you're immortal. Yeah, you can keep playing baseball for a really long... You can be, like, you can play baseball until you need to fake your death. Like... Yeah, just do uh, what the blokey out of Eternals, a Kinga, and be like, I'm my great, 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 great grandfather. We just all look exactly like we're all amazing yeah. at baseball. Yeah. So I'm done. I, I like, uh, which just means like, I, again, I don't know what he's been doing. <laughs> like, we know, I, we know that he says yeah. that he tried to run for office at some point. We know he got his master's degree at some point. So I, I assume like, you know, I, he played, so he played, he was playing baseball in the fifties. At some point he got a master's degree. At some point he tried to run for public office. I, I mean, he could run for office now. Politics is a lot less racist, Brad. He, I, I mean, it certainly is like, it, mm-hmm. Like, yes. I mean, politics is mad raises, but like, you know, you could also do like, you know, the Obama thing where you just throw black people under the bus and then the white people accept you. Um, yeah, mm. yeah. So, I mean, I, but I just like, I, why has he been stealing anything? <laughs> I, yeah. Like, because like, they make it seem like, oh, he really felt like, I understand that like he was, you know, depressed and upset. And I, when you're an immortal, I think it makes sense to have like periods of five to 10 years where like, you know, you're probably really depressed and life's shitty. Mm. But mm-hmm. like, he could have always been a professional baseball player. What's his little sidekick doing now? Yeah, that's a good question. Maybe you just left him to like fend for himself. Oh, sure. Hopefully, hopefully, like maybe made him like an assistant. Like again, he's making like professional baseball player money now. It's like a a ball boy thing in baseball. I know it is in tennis. Maybe he's doing that. I don't know. Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But like, yeah, I don't know. Like he's got he's ma- he's making enough money that like theoretically. And again, like if you're making a lot of money at any point as an immortal, like. Just just make those investments, goddammit. Yeah, yeah, seriously. It should be fine. Just invest in everything, because, oh well, if you lose some money... Well, I Just mutual, mutual funds, mutual funds. Come on. Mm. Like, literally, you can live off of, purely off of interest forever. 
Mm. I mean, just move it into a trust and then move it around. It's fine. You can do it. Like, again, again, there needs to be financial counseling with sword fighting training. So he's a, he's playing baseball. He's a pitcher. Yes. He's a really good pitcher. Yeah. He's living his best life. And then Duncan walks towards the camera with a little smile on his face. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well. We, the end. We, he, he got his optimism back, which was what he needed, I guess. <laughs> I mean. I guess. Racism still thing. problem. But. <laughs> I guess. You just be optimistic, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Uh, the, listen, yeah. the problem the problem with you people is you just need to be a little <laughs> oh, no. more optimistic. No, Brad. <laughs> it's a shame we won't see Shapiro Oz again. <laughs> My new favourite character. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> right, so. Best dress, worst dress. I mean... <laughs> Is Guy on the street best dressed or worst dressed? Uh, he's, I think he's... Uh, he's living his best life, Brad. He's, he's just like... No, he's not. You know what? He's 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 yeah, probably being taken... The only reason I wouldn't say he's worst yeah. dressed is that I feel like this show might have been taken advantage of a mentally unstable person. Yeah. Like, which isn't great. I, surely they gave him some money, though, right? I hope so. God, I hope so. Um, otherwise, say... okay, wait. Uh, if, we get, if we're okay. taking him off the table, mm-hmm. which, again, honorable mention at definite. Um, I think sidekick to the drug dealer with his stupid yeah. vest is the worst dressed. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll go with that. Um, stupid hair. Who's best dressed? Uh, I think Duncan in the 50s. Yeah, Archie Duncan is pretty good. He looked really good. That really suited him. Yeah. I also like Duncan in his yeah. little hat in the, uh, yeah. in the first flashback. But, yeah. I mean, only because it's funny, not because it's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, Archie Duncan is, is, is pretty solid. I like that one. Who won and who lost? I mean, I think Carl won. He got his optimism back. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's making money. He's, he's got his optimism back. <laughs> <laughs> And he got Shapiro's? to see a racist uh, Shapiro's killed, so yeah, which is good for everyone. I think Rookie uh, lost because he's now a police officer. <laughs> yeah, Rookie lost because like he killed the cop, he killed a racist cop, and that's n- even under any circumstances that's going to be bad for his career. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was it. All right, pretty easy one. Oh, Ooh. well, Claire, what's happening on that next episode? Oh, Brad, so many things are happening in the next episode. Oh, really? Brad. Really? What? What are it they? Is- it is called Epitaph for Tommy. Oh. Uh, immortal Anthony Galen attacks Duncan in a deserted amusement park. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Seeing uh, seeing Tommy Bannon drive up, he escapes and then hits immortal Tommy Bannon with his car, killing him. Duncan feels guilty over Tommy's death and tries to console his mother. In flashback, the fiancé of Duncan's current bed partner challenges him to a duel, but accidentally stabs the girl instead. What? Tommy's mother asked Duncan if Tommy's death was really an accident, telling him that Tommy was an investigative... I can't speak. Investigative reporter and he had been scared of something. Duncan decides to find the connection between Tommy and Galen. What the fuck? That's, I'm, I'm and then so it says confused. There's a spoiler bit, so I'm not reading. Yeah, don't, that. don't read all that. Um, yeah. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my god! Uh, I've just seen that Roddy Piper's in it. Yay! 
That's awesome. Wild, wild. So that's... Yeah. So that sounds like a wild ride. Yeah. I mean... Well, the guy who's playing Tommy is uncredited, so I don't think he's too much of a big part. Well, it sounds like he dies pretty early on, from what yeah. I'm gathering. Um, they just talk about him like So, that question. Do you mm -hmm. think either Joe or, or Richie will make an appearance? Oof. I think they're both the, the new ED, like in Beauty and the Beast, where they just never appeared again. <laughs> um, Richie has to be in it, right? I mean, Joe, I can understand more if Joe's not in it, even though I would like Joe to be in it more. Yeah, I, I, but like Richie's like the second lead in the show. I'll say right? I'll, I'll I'll put I'll put uh, um fifty percent on Richie, twenty five percent on Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because it's crazy that Richie's not been in it for ages. Will Will Richie and Charlie be in the episode? No. I yeah I say they that's can a never no. appear in the same <laughs> yeah, place. I say that's yeah I say that's like a twenty twenty percent. Like you said, that's that's crossing the street. Yeah. <laughs> so all right, oh, well dear. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, maybe Tammy will be back next week. Maybe she'll learn her lesson and not be a racist yeah. anymore. <laughs> Ugh. All right. Well, maybe she'll get her optimism back. <laughs> yeah, Tammy. Tammy's oh. away because she because she doesn't have optimism, and that's what she needs. Yeah. So she can pull herself up by her bootstraps. We've sent her off to optimism camp. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, and hopefully, absolutely. hopefully, she'll get her head screwed on straight. <laughs> yeah, Tammy. Stop being so uppity. <laughs> no, we love you, Tammy, and we miss you. And usually, you keep us in line. <laughs> <laughs> but that was it, Brad. Uh, Anything you want to add? Well, friends, uh, that's the end of the episode. Goodbye. Goodbye. Waka waka. Waka waka. <laughs> if any of if if they did the Highlander out of Muppets, who would be Duncan? Oh, I. <sighs> hmm. I don't know. I. It's hard. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'd want it to be Ralph, just because I want Ralph to be in everything because he's the best. I don't know. I'm gonna be wondering this now. All right. I love Benjamin. I love this shipping. <laughs> and it's so perfect because Jordan Peterson does sound exactly like Kermit. Yes. Oh god. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via notscott at reactionary-sass.com on facebook.com slash groups slash notscott and at notquitescott on Twitter. Call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcast and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com. Crossroad fell down on my knees. Fell down on my knees.
down to the crossroad Fell down on my knee Lord above for mercy Oh, save me if you please Won't you save me If you please Stand at the crossroad Trying to flag a ride Trying to flag a Flag a ride Down to the crossroad Trying to flag a ride Trying to flag a Flag a ride Nobody seemed to know me Everybody passed me by By my side, take my rider by my side. Then I'm going down the Rosedale. Take my rider by my side. Take my rider by my side. You can steal Bell House, cause it's on the riverside. Thank you. 